welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Well, friends, it has come to my attention that there is a growing movement out there which is slowly and surreptitiously taking over our mainstream culture. No, it's not the zombies or the walking dead. And no, there is no political affiliation connected with this movement. So you're not going to see reports of this dastardly new trend on Fox News or CNN for that matter. Actually, it's a movement that's been developing for quite some time now. Some might say it dates back to the beatniks of Greenwich Village. Remember them? (laughs) For those of you TV junkies, you may even recall one beatnik in particular who became rather famous. Does the name Bob Denver ring a bell? Most people know him as that hapless soul who was the title character on the TV show Gilligan's Island. Well, Gilligan, or actually the actor who played him, Bob Denver, did have a previous life. Before he became Gilligan, he co-starred in another TV show out of the 1950s called Dobie Gillis. And Bob Denver played the part of Maynard G. Krebs, a crazy beatnik who often provided comedy relief to the rather straight character of Dobie Gillis. Well, anyway, as I was saying, although some people think that this countercultural movement dates back to the beatniks, it is my theory that this goes back much, much further. In fact, you could probably trace it back to the first caveman who took out a rock and sketched primitive drawings of mastodons on the wall of some cave in Europe or Indonesia. Yes, folks, he or she was the very first artist. Oh, pretty picture. The one who started this whole movement we're talking about today. And what movement is that, you ask? The unique phenomena of being different. Yes, friends, it's a trend that may have started in prehistoric times, but only lately has it begun picking up more and more steam. There are now different people all around us. Whoa! In fact, I was at a picnic recently and happened to overhear a conversation on this very subject. So picture this. There's a bunch of people in the corner whispering among each other. Every once in a while, you see one of them pointing out somebody else at the gathering. And mind you, it wasn't a very polite point either. They'd obviously found something or someone to gossip about, and the pointing was their way of singling out the person they were making fun of. So the conversation went something like this. Hey, look over there. Check this couple out. (laughs) Those two, talking to each other. You don't suppose. Do you think she's a... Do they really look like that? Wonder what advertising agency he's from. This conversation, as I said, was at a backyard picnic, but it could just as easily have taken place in the middle of some major city in some high-rise office building, or some fancy hangout frequented by business people, or in a corporate office somewhere deep in the suburbs, or anywhere else in the country for that matter. The whispers and innuendos all highlight a familiar theme. Those crazy creative people Why do they have to be so different? Yeah! Why indeed? Why do creative people like things that are so, so unusual, unexpected, unheard of? At another social gathering I went to some time back, one of the guests, a rather straightforward type, probably an employee of some big bank or some other financial institution, 
was having a conversation with somebody who turned out to be a creative type in disguise. They were dressed just as conservatively as a bank person, so they didn't arouse any suspicion at first. Well, this conversation suddenly veered down a very dangerous path when the bank employee inquired about where the other person, the creative individual, worked. When they learned that it was a very famous graphic design firm, the bank employee immediately brought up the old stereotype by saying, you must have fun working with those uh, uh, creative people. We have a few at our place in the graphics department. <gasps> well, I don't need to tell you that this conversation didn't go any further than that. The two people obviously didn't have much in common. And when the bank employee began making disparaging remarks about the other's chosen profession, it was like a big slap in the face. Not a very pretty sight at all. <laughs> so you may be wondering, what's the big deal? Do you ever see writers, poets, artists, and designers tittering and pointing and carrying on about the three-piece suit people who seem to be everywhere you turn, especially in corporate America? Well, to be honest, yes you do. What? But the creative types aren't always as mean-spirited, small-minded, and insulting as the lawyers and corporate executives. They can be downright nasty at times when someone doesn't measure up to their standards of political correctness and keeping up with the status quo. But as some might say, that's their problem. On the other hand, let's examine the issue of the creative types. What's the motivation behind their behavior? The desire to be different? To set trends? To express individuality? Is this a talent that's present from birth? Or does one learn it from somewhere? In school? On the street? Or from eccentric relatives? <laughs> or maybe it's infectious? Quick, call the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. The frightening part is, so-called creative people are not alone. Other members of society are picking up on the trend. One can now see beards and other facial hair on trust officers, technicians, and truck drivers. What? Colorful Crayola earrings are now being worn by otherwise meek, modest secretaries. <coughs> or you can see radical, multicolored, spiked haircuts on church pastors. Amen. <laughs> Tropical flamingo prints on Aunt Sophie and Uncle Fred. Wow. So just where is this craze leading us? Let's stop and think for a moment. If more and more people exhibit this wildly different type of behavior, we're in for big changes. Imagine, the government might decide to add a department of the peculiar industry could toss conformity out the window. Just picture yourself buying unhomogenized milk Yum. or a new wave washer dryer with hot pink stripes. <laughs> Financial people, accountants, attorneys, and others might begin loosening up. Yeah. And oh no, the ultimate horror. Business people might start getting creative. Wow. You know what that means. If businesses can do creative work themselves, then writers, musicians, advertising agencies, and graphic artists are going to be out of work on a major scale. So given the changing state of our world, 
What choice do creative types have? Well, if I were you, I'd start being less different. You know, tone down the wardrobe, get a regular haircut, and start acting just like those unimaginative duds in accounting. You know, if everybody joins the countercultural movement and becomes a wild and crazy creative type, who's going to be left minding the store? Who's going to add up the numbers, engineer new bridges and highways, or give you a straight answer on your medical procedure? There's a status quo to maintain, you know. It's a hard job, but somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to be serious. Well, I know one thing for sure. It ain't going to be me. <laughs> You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.